Welcome to the last Dreamers Succeed podcast for 2020. Hello, hello. Uh, Rather than opt to take this week off like most people have done, uh, because I'm already about a month into my 2021. Yes, I start on December 1st. I thought I'd share a great story I heard earlier this year. Now, in 1996, Chris Berry shared a story about Coach John Scalino's who at the time was 78 years old and five years retired from a college coaching career that began in 1948. Now, Coach Scalino shuffled to the stage to an impressive standing ovation wearing dark polyester pants, a light blue shirt, and a string around his neck from which home plate hung, a full-sized stark white home plate. After speaking for 25 minutes or so, Not once mentioning the prop hanging around his neck, Coach Scalinos appeared to notice the snickering among some of the coaches. Now, even those who knew Coach Scalinos had to wonder exactly where he was going with this or if he had simply forgotten about his home plate when he had when he got on stage. So finally, he said, you're probably all wondering why I'm wearing home plate around my neck. Or maybe you think I escaped from Camarillo State Hospital. Nope. I may be old, but I'm not crazy. The reason I stand before you today is to share with you baseball people what I've learned in my life, what I've learned about home plate in my 78 years. Now, several hands went up when Scalinos asked how many little league coaches were in the room. Do you know how wide home plate is in in little league, he asked, and someone offered 17 inches. That's right, he said. How about in Babe Ruth? Any Babe Ruth coaches in the house? Another pause. 17 inches, someone came out and said. That's right, said Scalinos. Now, how many high school coaches do we have in the room? And of course, hundreds of hands shot up. How wide is home plate in high school baseball, he asked. 17 inches, they all shouted. You're right, Scalinos barked. And you college coaches, how wide is home plate in college? 17 inches again. Any minor league coaches here, how wide is home plate in pro ball? 17 inches. To which he replied, you're right. And in major league, how wide is home plate in the major leagues? Everyone shouted, 17 inches. He confirmed, 17 inches. And what do we do with a big league pitcher who can't throw the ball over 17 inches. I'll tell you what we don't do. And what we don't do is this. We don't say, ah, that's okay, Jimmy. You can hit a 17 inch target. Well, we'll make it 18 inches or 19 inches. We'll make it 20 inches so you have a better chance of hitting it. If you can't hit that, let us know so we can make it wider still, say 25 inches. Coaches, what we do when our best player shows up late to practice. What do we do? When our team rules forbid facial hair and a guy shows up unshaven. What if he gets caught drinking? Do we hold him accountable or do we change the rules to fit him in? Do we widen home plate? Then of course the crowd started chuckling and he turned towards the crowd and said, look at our flag. He said, this is the problem with our homes today. 
with our marriages, with the way we parent our kids, with our discipline. We don't teach accountability to our kids and there is no consequence for failing to meet standards. We widen the plate. Then to the point of the American flag, he said, this is the problem in our schools today. The quality of our education is going downhill fast and teachers have been stripped of the tools they need to be successful and to educate and discipline our young people. We are allowing others to widen home plate. Where is that getting us? Then he replaced the flag with a cross. And this is the problem in the church where powerful people in positions of authority have taken advantage of young children only to have such an atrocity swept under the rug for years. Our church leaders are widening home plate. Now he said, if I'm lucky, you will remember one thing from this old coach today. And it is this, if we fail to hold ourselves to a higher standard, a standard of what we know to be right, if we fail to hold our spouses and our children to the same standards, if we are unwilling or unable to provide a consequence when they do not meet the standard, and if our schools and churches and our government fail to hold themselves accountable to those they serve, there is but one thing to look forward to. With that, he held home plate in front of his chest, turned it around and revealed its dark black backside. And he said, dark days ahead. Now, the reason I share this story today is because like no other year in my lifetime, at least, home plate has been stretched on so many levels. We faced unprecedented times and circumstances, but still I worry that the fear around the situation has made us blind to so much that is going on behind the scenes. Now, my intention is not to make this a political post because I'm not talking about just politics, but I am talking about our rights as citizens, our ability to think for ourselves as a humanity and the responsibility that we have to take control of our lives our attitudes and our destinies. Controlling where we can and can't go, albeit for public safety, controlling who can and can't be out after a certain time in some places, controlling what businesses can and can't be open, are we allowing them to stretch home plate? Okay, controlling where we can and can't gather with our own families in our own homes in some places. Think about it. Doctor visits via telehealth, okay? Will it ever go back to normal? You all know it's not the same, okay? It's convenient in in some cases, but it's not the same. Uh, Service-oriented businesses like our nail salons, our massage parlors, our, our hair salons, who've had to make concessions because of regulations, that dings the service that we receive. Now, will it ever go back to normal? This, this familial separateness under the premise of what I call antisocial distancing, will it ever go back to normal? You see, we start accepting and accepting. How many, you know, of you seem to be okay with it? How many people do you see that are giving into the fear? And will any of it ever go back to normal? And by the way, what the fuck is even normal anymore? You know, people talk about the new normal. There's no new normal. It's new now, but 
really what is normal anymore and and are we stretching home plate and are they stretching home plate for us and we're just giving in because there's so much fear around everything you know think about uh the patriot act after 9 11 and and for those of you who don't know um it's probably better not to know because that's just a cluster in itself now if the powers that be have done one thing well during all of this it's been their ability to instill fear into the hearts of everyone who will listen are you more fearful of the virus or of the fact that even those who are supposed to know don't really know what's going on what it's going to do how it's going to morph okay now i'm not saying that there's no need for us to be careful but I do believe in the importance of taking responsibility for our own information, taking responsibility for what is right for our families and above everything else, taking responsibility for our attitude and our perspective in dealing with all of this. Because you see, I haven't seen a lot of gray here, but rather a lot of black and white. People are typically teetering on one of two sides of the spectrum. They're either hiding in fear waiting for the government to tell them it's okay to go outside or they're simply living their lives as normally as possible, respectfully careful, but not giving in to the fear. The people on this side of the spectrum are focusing on what they can do. They're focusing on being grateful for what they have and, and taking control of their destinies. The people on this side of the spectrum are the ones I've shared countless conversations with, um, about what a great year 2020 has been for them, you know, and sometimes we're, we're careful with even saying that out loud and I've noticed it. And, and my question is always, you know, it's not that we're discounting the devastation for so many, the loss of life, the loss of businesses, the loss of jobs, but I will argue until I'm blue in the face that 2020, like every year before it and every year after it will be exactly what you choose to make it. You want to know this has been a choice. Whatever side you're on, no one has been forced to be on either one side or the other, but rather they have chosen to be on the side that they're on. Okay. So are you living in fear or are you living in faith? Are you stretching home plate in your own life, conceding and accepting to what is happening around you rather than standing firm in what you believe in? rather than standing firm in controlling your own life, your perspective, your future, and most importantly, your attitude. Remember that the control center of your life is your attitude. And the choice is very simple, folks, and the choice is yours. And you want to upgrade your attitude right now? Stop watching the news. It seems like anyone committed to watching the news will say the world is coming to an end. And if you're still watching the news, I'll say an extra little prayer for you because you must be in, I'm losing my shit mode right now. If you can do one thing for yourself coming into 2021, I would recommend you commit to stop watching the news, at least the readily available sources. They're all full of shit and they're not talking about anything that is going to feed your soul with any positivity that you need to be feeding your soul with anyway. So commit to surrounding yourself with positivity and good vibes as much as possible. I'm not talking about living in, in a bliss and, and in ignorance. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about being intentional on what and who you are surrounding yourself with as you come into 2021. 
okay? We tend to look at the turning of a calendar page into a new year with a, a sense of newness, right? And my prayer is that you too will be looking forward to that newness as we venture into 2021. Will the coronavirus and the political strife and the global issues we're currently facing still be there at the stroke of midnight? Absolutely. Obviously, they will. The difference will be the attitude you choose to have coming into this new year. Rather than succumbing to the fear, will you commit to start living in faith and living in gratitude? That is the question. And that is a question that only you can answer. But my prayer is that you make the decision to live in faith. I wish you all a wonderful New Year celebration. Remember to go out and do good, be great, and go play outside, folks. We'll see you next year. 